Hello, Mark. Hello, Matt. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> oh, let me tell you. A few weeks ago, one of my friends asked me to help him move. Oh, what an asshole. I know, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> like, gee, I didn't think we were that close of friends, right? Yeah. What's What's next? Like, driving to the airport? Oh, how could you? <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny. Like, it's, it, I'm like, okay, I gotta make this. I've helped so many people move in the past. I'm like, okay, I gotta make this as easy as possible. Everything's gotta be right by the door. We gotta be in and out. This has gotta be super quick. I asked Mark to help me move in case this wasn't clear. Um, uh, <laughs> or rather, pack one of those giant cubes that they deliver to your house and then you fill it up and they take it away. But yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it was only, it, it was, I wouldn't even say I, I helped you move. Like, honestly, I just moved two pieces of furniture. Like, <laughs> that's it. I'm glad it, it was wasn't in too... and out 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, it was super simple. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't anything too sophisticated. But it was so sad to see you leave. I know. Well, I'll be back, I'm sure. When? I can't tell you, but I will be back, I'm sure. Yeah, the, uh, man, those cubes, those packing cubes are really handy, but holy shit, we put that thing through its paces. Oh, yeah? They, so they tell you, like, you know, so they're, what is it, 10 by, or like 8 by 4 cubes, something like that, um, and they're like, you know, fill it up, and they give you some guidelines, like, oh, you know, make sure you don't pack everything at one end, that sort of thing, and, you know, we're like, oh, yeah, no problem, we don't have that much stuff, it shouldn't be an issue, and, you know, cut to us, it's midnight, we're stuffing things, stuffing things into this cube, <laughs> trying to get it working. So we managed to get all of our stuff in it. When they came, they they had a they offloaded it off of a flatbed truck with a um, forklift, and but they forklifted it from one end, not from the middle. And they we were reading the guidelines, and they said I think it said two thousand pounds, and we're like, oh, there's like, well, first of all, I don't know how much two thousand pounds is. Everyone's like, oh, that's like yeah, two seriously. and a half cars. And it's like, well, I don't fuck what I don't know what that means. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I I put a bunch of heavy shit in there. Like, is that two thousand pounds? I don't know. So I was living in this world of like, well, I really hope that like they don't go to pick it up with the forklift and the whole thing just cracks in half and like my shit's all over the driveway because uh, that would be <laughs> really bad. But everything was fine. They picked it up. In the end, it was super simple. And now I live in Victoria. <laughs> so how is Victoria? It's nice. It's rainy, but it's uh, it reminds me a lot of Halifax. It's kind of similar sized, a little flatter than Halifax. Um, but it's, it's chill. It's, it's very West coast. Um, so we landed first thing we did was like, all right, we got to get groceries and we got to find a, a space we can work. So we found a co-working space and we found, so we, we were asking my wife's brother, like, you know, do you know of any? And he said, oh man, like everybody talks about this place called quench. You got to go check out quench. Okay. So we did a bunch of Googling and like the internet agreed. So we said, all right, let's go check it out. So this place is dope it is so nice holy shit it's it's definitely premium so like we wanted to get I'm, I'm here with my wife and we wanted to get a uh like a, a close office so we could take calls at our desks and they're like the wait list is huge <laughs> um yeah like there's no chance that we'll we'll get it within six months probably so we, we're just hot desking it and it's like 450 a month to hot desk um, it's Whoa. three, it's three fifty if you just want to do the eight to six thing. But if you want to stay past six o'clock, then you, you have to pay an extra hundred. So it's four fifty a month plus tax for, to work here. But 
the amenities are amazing. Like the coffee is really good. Uh, there's sparkling water on tap and it's not like the bullshit at WeWork where they cap it after a certain hour, after like 4.44 in the afternoon, they cap it. It's like, no, no, they, they treat you like adults. Surprise. Um, and they've got lots of stuff like they've got fitness classes. They've got all sorts of things. I mean, stuff that's not conducive to work, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but they have it for you if you want it. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful spot. It's like the top floor of like an old warehouse so there's tons of skylights it's really bright um and it's like very designed tons of like beautiful furniture and desks and stuff like that it's super nice uh i paid my first i was paying i paid my first invoice and it gave me access to like the internal social network and i just took a quick browse through the through the list and uh andrew wilkinson well i mean i mean that yeah andrew wilkinson from the my first million podcast is a member here. And that's not surprising. Like, I'm pretty sure it's him. I mean, he's from Victoria. It would stand a reason that he oh, would... Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, it would stand a reason that he would come here. Um, so, yeah, like, I hope he shows up. I don't, I'm don't. i not even sure I know what he looks like, but maybe I should uh, give him a quick Google to see. You're going to start stalking him. Exactly. Hey, I heard you on a podcast. Like, heavy breathing. <laughs> Do you want to come on mine? Do you want to come on mine? But no, yeah, so it's <laughs> it's super cool. It's uh, it's very happening here. There's lots of events and there's a bar and everything. So yeah, should be nice. Uh, should be a nice spot to settle in for a little bit. Very comfortable. They even awesome. I'm not in it right now, but they even have a podcast studio. Really? Yeah. So I'm gonna rent. I, I'm not in it today. It's a bit of background noise and and other things just because I'm in a call booth. But uh, yeah, I'm I, I've got the I've got it booked now for the next couple of weeks. So I'm gonna sound even better. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. What about the you? Internet's better in the booth. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Oh my god. Yeah. How was your week? What's been going on with you? Absolutely nothing. Mm. Yeah. It's um, hopefully a relaxing nothing. Yeah. Exactly. No. It's 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 good. I mean, it's summertime, right? Oh well, at least it feels like summertime yeah. here in Montreal. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but so yeah, it's it's hard to to concentrate. Like it's end of school for my kids, so they're they're around a lot more, um, and yeah, it's just nice weather. So like I after judo, I go eat lunch with friends on the terrace and have some drinks. Oh, man, <laughs> so the but uh, I mean part <laughs> part of it is is just uh, because of the move. Uh, and now, you know, summer to summertime feel, it's getting hard to get back into it. Because mm-hmm. I was really doing some pretty complex coding when I yeah. stopped. And I always, I always have a hard time starting over again. like Picking up from where you left off. Yeah. Like it, it just feels, the, late, the longer I wait, the more daunting it feels. And oh, yeah. I procrastinate even more. Mm-hmm. Preach. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, at least it's, it's not detrimental to the business. Like the business is doing fine. And I, I still do support. So I do support every day. But these new features that I want to add, they're like, they're taking, they're taking longer than I had anticipated. Sure. Uh, and what were you working on? I can't quite remember. See, that's how long it's been. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it was the uh, Airtable importer. Right. So it was, it was a way for people to, at first, the first version was to import Google Docs into Airtable. 
So to facilitate people who are using Power Importer for blogging or for managing a like a, an online course or like a catalog of tutorials, that kind of thing. And I took that opportunity to rewrite the architecture of how those things will work. So that was the, the big change. Right. Very good. So with that, so where where are you? Like, did you finish the work? Yeah, like, wait, wait, yeah. But what's what's got you? What's got you feel daunting? Daunted. The last place I left it at is I was finished coding it, mm. um, and now I was ready to actually run it to like actually start testing it. Okay. So it it you know it requires me setting up a bunch of use cases like I gotta create some Google Docs that tests all the different things that people might be putting in Google Docs, mm-hmm. and then. Yeah, mapping it to Airtable and then mapping the Airtable to Power Importer to sync with Webflow. Right. Um, So it requires, you know, a lot of multi-step testing. Sure. And yeah, it just seems very daunting. (laughs) Totally. So I think either either I'm just going to put on hold Mm -hmm. and just move on to marketing instead. Right. Or or, yeah, I'm just going to have to... I'm going to have to find something, some way to change the pattern. So break the pattern. Like, I don't know, maybe find a co-working space. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was going to say, like, right, when was the yeah, last right vacation now, that you took? I don't remember. Mm. I guess the Christmas break. Damn. But it wasn't really a vacation. Or my, our wedding anniversary in March. Like we did, we did a weekend getaway. So yeah, not, it's probably last summer is the last time we took a real vacation. So where you're really not working for a few weeks. So yeah, it's possible that this is some kind of burnout. Yeah, it's always hard to judge. Like thinking about because it's like, is the maybe the answer is like I'm just thinking like going to judo and then like having a beer on a terrace, which sounds fucking amazing. But it's like, oh, you're kind of like you've got a one foot in it. But maybe the answer is to like jump in full full force and just like chill for a bit without feeling guilty about like oh. I, this thing's in the back of my mind or I, I should have any idea if I should be doing this or. Right. No, I'm not, I'm not that, I don't feel that guilty about the judo. Like that's, that's part of being an indie hacker. Like totally. my priorities are life, lifestyle first, like quality of life first and, and then making money second. Sure. So like, this is part of why I'm doing this so that I can do judo in the middle of the day and then go out for lunch afterwards. and. Okay. And just hang out with friends. Like, that's why I'm, I'm doing it. Mm. Yeah, I, I guess I meant more like, I, I wasn't sure if there was guilt around like doing the Terras thing, for example, or, or something. Yeah, because judo, I mean, that's part of you. Mm. <laughs> no, no. That's been core for, that's been <laughs> yeah, core exactly. for you since the beginning. I mean, maybe. Maybe the lunchtime I do feel sometimes. Like, sometimes I, I, I feel like I can't go like too many times in the, during the week. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, maybe I'll only go one time for lunch afterwards. But uh, these days, I've been going after every judo session. <laughs> awesome. But I'm not. I'm not that worried about it yet. Cool. So last week, we uh, we had a conversation that we ended up not even re- recording, which we've done a couple of times now, where we just like we we had to include a, a note in our document that's like. Talk about offline stuff, offline, and then immediately start recording so you can talk about, like, online things. Um, 
but yeah, last last week we we talked for a long time about um, creating like a no code agency as a as a funnel for Power and Quarter. And it was really interesting. We had a we had a, a really interesting talk about like could we you know is it possible to create a no code agency that for example builds job boards? Like if job boards is a hot commodity and that sort of thing, then maybe you just position yourself to do that only and you create a productized service effectively around it to create job boards for people. Um, so we were touch, we were chatting about it and, and I was like, Oh, that it, you know, it's, I always get so hyped whenever we talk about, <laughs> whenever we talk about fun stuff, like, Oh, that could work. Like that could be really interesting. And then I, so you, you said something out of love and it, I heard it and I've been thinking about it ever since. And it was like, oh, I was saying something to the tune of, I wonder what it would be like to test this or what could we do to test this? Maybe I'll try this. And it was like, do you mean that? Because it feels like lately I haven't had the, I haven't been following through on the things that I, that I say I want to test. And this is my, this has become my track record of, oh, I want to try some stuff with assistance. Oh, this no code thing is very interesting. And it's like, I'm hopping around without Producing, well, I don't know, producing? Yeah, producing any kind of uh, artifact or real test to be able to say, oh, it works or it doesn't work. I'm just, it just kind of like loses momentum or never even gets off the ground without sans momentum and uh, and nothing ends up happening. Um, and yeah, I've been thinking about that ever since. I've been thinking about that ever since. Of, I do have a, I have, I have become this. Um, to some degree of where's the follow through, Matt? <laughs> so, yeah, man, I, I've been thinking a lot about this and about like what has happened to me. What's happened to me? Um, so I've been wondering wh what happens, what, what's been happening to me? Like, where is my momentum? Where's my drive? And why have I not been able to create things out of the things that I've been wanting to say? So I kind of took a step back and have been thinking like, all right, well, what has been going on? Really, like, like trying to be honest, because I think one of your superpowers is that you're very honest with yourself with respect to like what works and what doesn't and how you can change. And I fear the thing that I'm doing really wrong here is I'm making, I'm making the same mistakes over and over again without realizing that I'm making them. And I can't think of a worse, well, no, I mean, doing something you know will fail is worse. <laughs> That, that, that seems like a bigger <laughs> sin. <laughs> but, um, like, you know, not making an effort to try to figure out, like, what's the root cause here? And then repeating history and not realizing you're not, you're making that mistake is the problem. Is a problem. Um, so I really kind of spent the last week trying to figure that out. Like, or I don't know if I, I don't know if I can get to the bottom of it, but I've been really kind of thinking, like, what is, what's killing this momentum or what's preventing me from getting this moment? Um, and I, I think I came up, I did some journaling, I came up with some ideas, but I don't know what, like, yeah, I don't know that there is an answer or that I'll necessarily be able to come up with one, but what I've been able to pinpoint so far is that freelancing is good because it's bringing me money, but I'm very fast to run to it of like, I, I want to create, it's like, I want to create a, um, a routine for myself. And the routine, you know, in a, in, in a routine, you're doing something 
you're doing a thing every day. Oh, I do this work every day. I get up at this time. I eat breakfast at this time. I go to work at this time. I come home at this time. And it's like, oh, I get to the office. I open up my computer and I check Slack. I check my board to see if any issues have been assigned to me. I start coding and I, I'm kind of realizing that this pattern exists and I'm having a really, the pattern is giving me something, I think is a, is a good way to put it. Um, it's, it must be giving me something because I keep wanting to go towards it. I keep wanting to say, oh, well, let me just write this or, oh, I'll just deal with this rather than say, oh, well, how can I get, how can I build momentum? How can I get closer to my, to my goals? And yeah, I mean, because it's definitely more, there's more certainty in freelancing, right? Absolutely. Yep. I don't have to go through emotions. I don't, I don't have to feel anything. It's just like, great, a bunch of problems with, you know, I have faith that I'll be able to solve a technical issue, for example. Um, and man, like, I, I don't know, after, after our call, like, I felt so bad just realizing that, like, I don't know, I feel like I've kind of been this, it, I, like, there's what I, like, I'm letting myself down. Like, it's weird. It's fucking weird. Like, to say, like, oh, there's all these things that I want, and I'm actively doing a thing that's taking me away from that thing that I want. So it's like, but so then do you really want it? Or do you, are you just saying that you want it? It's, but like, it's, it's hard. It's, it's difficult to even like talk it through because it's so strange to, like, of course I want this. Like, I, 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 I work really hard to try to create a life that, that where I can cultivate these things that I want, but I fucking go off and like, Oh, scary. I'll just fall back to this. It's like, if I don't like, I God, I wish I could live in this world where I didn't have to burn the ships on every, on every um, project that I wanted to, or that I say I, I want to check out or try or play with, but fuck, it is brutal. Like, I don't know how people with <laughs> full-time jobs, indie hack. I, I don't understand it. You, you have to be so diligent in creating that, um, creating that that space or being so regimented with with how you follow with for, for creating space for yourself. Yeah, I don't know how they do it either. Like I've I've tried doing it and I wasn't able to do it. I had to quit my job and try the indie hacking full time. But um, I mean, like when you do your journaling, do you ever like plan like journal about what what is your goal like in five years? Like is is indie hacking really part of it? Like because indie hacking is, it, it's it's a bit of a cult, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, it's like it, it it ties to identity. Like you're an indie hacker. So then it makes it hard to like separate yourself from that. But if you if you looked at what, what does Matt want in five years? And if it's like being a digital nomad, you know, well, then you don't have to be an indie hacker to be a digital nomad. Like f- freelancing is perfectly compatible with that Mm -hmm. yeah to be honest i haven't Uh, i i have find like when when i did the first time i did it which is you know a while ago now it was what do i want for myself and it's the the goal i really set for myself was i want a project that is pulling me to work more on it like i like building things and like i like legacy code i like dealing with all that stuff um because it's you know, it's a byproduct of a system that's working and, you know, like being able to deal with software is something I'm good at. It's something I enjoy, but I also enjoy everything around software. I like people who write software. I like teaching young people who don't know what they're doing yet. I like trying new things, new technologies, but I like this idea of growth and 
I realized like growing as a software developer is, is only, you're only capable of doing it up until your, uh, sorry, your, your growth is limited by the opportunities you have or how much time you're willing to spend on the weekend doing it. And really what I want to do is I want to be able to make money outside of my, you know, outside of my nine to five, like my opportunity, my upside is capped. (laughs) Right. But, um, like is, is that a problem? Like what? Because it's a pretty high upside, but even if it's capped, it's pretty high as a freelance software developer. Yeah. I guess my problem is I don't feel, I've never felt, I've never been an owner. I've never felt like an owner. And my, my decisions okay. never matter because it's always what, you know, it's always what somebody else's vision is. Like, I don't get to make the choice of how something should be. It's always somebody else that okay. gets to choose. And that's, and that's important. Like you, you want, you want that. Yeah. I, yeah, it, it for me it's it it's it's respect. Um, yeah, re- respect is incredibly important for me, and that also means like respect of your vision, respect of your skills, of your track record. Um, like I don't know, I had a realization a while ago that there's this idea of like being a software of being an architect, but like the problem is that this like the idea of being an architect is kind of is kind of bullshit. Like. Really what that, what that means is you get to have a vision for something and assert your vision on everybody else. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like all that means is that you get to make a bunch of choices and you're very happy, but a bunch of other people are likely not happy with you because they don't get to, you know, they have to do what you say. And I, when I look at it, I'm like, well, I don't even know if I'm going to enjoy being an architect, but it's like the, you know, the logical next step for me. Or, you know, it's kind of like a, I want to stay technical and I want to continue to grow. And it's like, well, you kind of grow into becoming an architect. And it's like, I don't even know if I want that. And that's like, is that another 15 years away? I don't know. I don't know that I want to wait 15 years to like try and experiment to see if this is a thing I want to do. Sorry, I, f- I feel like I'm rambling a little bit of just like, I have this, I have this feeling like when you said like, what do you want your life to look like as an indie hacker? I realized that that is not a, I, I don't have a clear vision for that at all. I think when I started, I had an idea that like, I wanted something that gave me freedom and freedom at the time looked like building a product and building it out or creating a product, building it out and figuring out how to capture value. And I guess I thought like, there's a lot of opportunity to do that. And I think that is true. I think there is still opportunity. I think I realize now in which ways it is harder. Like everybody says starting a business is hard, but they don't talk about how it's hard. Like what aspect of it is difficult. I feel like I'm starting to understand that. But at the same time, now that I realize how hard it is, what does that mean? What does that mean for my life and the vision of my life? Well, I mean, so far you, you did, you did build F bars, right? Yes. So like, I don't remember how long ago that was. Yeah. December. So that, you know, that, okay. Was it, was it December? Like a year ago. So yeah. So there you, you know, yeah, but that's it. That, but that was, that was a success in the sense that you found an opportunity, you, built a prototype you tested it with people you got feedback um and and in the end you decided not to pursue it but that because like you you tested it and saw that it wasn't viable or but but uh so that that's a you could say that's a successful experience of being an indie hacker like yes you've done it in the past so and and same with the consulting that that i did that was also successful yeah yeah. So yeah. So yeah. When I was la- last week when we were chatting, I wasn't trying to say like you you never follow through because those are like two examples where you you totally did it. Like you you did the whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah. 
yeah, just because they were like, well, the consulting, you could have kept doing that. That was, that was successful and profitable. Yeah. But the F, just because F bar wasn't that, I mean, that's, that's part of the game. Like that. Absolutely. You come up with ideas, you test them, you, and then in the end, most of them won't work. <laughs> so you move on yeah. to the next one. Yeah. So did it, did it scar you? Like, or is that one of the reasons why you're not doing it again? No, it didn't scar me. It made me realize that like distribution is really, really hard. And I think that if you, if you have a, if you have a kinship with the people that you're trying to help, that distribution becomes a lot easier. Well, like, no, how can I, let me, let me think that through again. Let me think that. So I, I have, so distribution is hard. Yes. I think the reason I failed with F bars is I just, I stopped caring about the people I was trying to help. I didn't see the problem for what, I didn't care about the problem anymore. I solved the thing and was like, Jesus, I just want this gone. Like, it was the same with some of the investigation that I did around massage therapists at one point. Like, after a while, you just get so angry that, uh, I got so angry that people were upset that the software that runs their business that they paid $49.99 a month for raised their price by $3 that they're, like, ready to jump ship. Meanwhile, like, <laughs> this is solving, like, a critical, critical business need for them, but they don't see it that way. They don't see themselves as a business. They see themselves as, like, they see it as a, a bill that they have to pay and they're mad about it. Yeah. They don't see the value. And I guess I looked at F-bars and I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, fuck these people. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm just upset. Um, so I'm not scarred. But I do look at distribution and think like, man, like, I, well, I, and you too. Like, I, I look at what you're going through and like, man, marketing is fucking hard. <laughs> it's really hard. Right. And it involves putting yourself out there. That's not easy to do. And I think I, when I look at it, I think I got to be willing and, and able to put myself out there for the thing that I'm going to build or for the thing that I'm going to market. And I don't. I don't feel like I can help anyone. Like I, I have an internal belief that like what I have to say has no value. Um, I know that that's not true, but it's like, it draws me back to tech because it's like, no, I actually have like a decade of experience and I can really help people. Um, and I, I feel better about putting myself out there because I know what I'm talking about. Um, but you know, with other things, other, because there's opportunities everywhere even outside of tech. I just have to know that I, I have to know that I can help people. And it just feels like right okay. now I have nothing, <laughs> nothing of value to add anywhere. Yeah. I mean, it, it is, it's definitely the starting part is the least enjoyable part when you're a coder and you just want to code. Yeah, of course. <laughs> because it's, yeah, it's talking to people and trying to, trying to identify a problem, you know, people lie to you yes (laughs) it's it's not easy but uh, i mean yeah you could you could try to partner up with someone who loves doing that part yeah because this is this is what i love about you and and this is where i'm i just get like i i just don't have this muscle trained yet of you're like what is the ob what is the obstacle let's figure out a way around the obstacle and I'm just like so like stuck in the muck of my own feelings that I'm just like, oh god, I hate it. And you're like, well, no, we can actually like take steps to solve this. And yeah, like you're looking at an obstacle, but you're not seeing ways around it. You're just like obsessed with the obstacle. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess it's like a growth mindset. It's like yeah. there's 
everything can be improved. Like, I, I don't know. I don't, it's rare that I feel defeated. It's like, it, it's like, and I also always try to find the easy solution. Like, it needs to feel easy. You know, like, I, I hear some people talk about their startup and it's like, it's a daily grind and it's, it's, oh yeah, I like, I contact a hundred people a day and it's all rejection. And it's like, it's like, dude, that, that, that doesn't sound like profit market fit to, for me. Like, yeah. to me, like, that's, that's the wrong, the wrong business for me. <laughs> I'm not interested. I want something that is easy. Like, I found a problem. I found a solution for it and it clicks with people. It's like, yes. And then, yeah, it's still hard. Marketing is still hard because you got to put it in front of a lot of people. Yeah. But I don't want to have, I don't want to have to pull teeth and convince them. No, no, no. You got to try this. You got to join this. You got to. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it should be the same thing. Like if you, if you don't like that part of the being an indie hacker, well, there's other ways. There's, there's partnering up with someone who likes that part or there's, you know, buying buying a business that already exists that's already found that problem solution fit and uh, has already started some of the marketing you know it's like it's it has some traction then i think that marketing would be easier it's like okay yeah it's it's still marketing but at least it's a proven proven solution yeah yeah i think right now i'm just searching my feelings i'm realizing that like i can't tell you right now what I'm frustrated about. I, I'm, I feel like a baby. It's like my, the only function I have is to cry, even though like crying doesn't tell you what's wrong. <laughs> it's like, all I can do is express my, un, my discontent. <laughs> I don't have a, I don't have a, a, something I can point to and say, that's the thing that's bothering me. Like, oh, I'm, I'm mad that it's not working. Well, what's not working? Like right now you're freelancing and you're making money. You're not, that's okay. They're great. Like you, I could freelance more. I could hire people. Like that, that could work. Businesses exist to do this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, why don't you do that? And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Okay. Cause I, yeah, like part of me is afraid, like managing people, like don't love the idea of it. It's not something I have a lot of experience with, but am I saying that because I'm afraid? Am I saying that? Cause I really don't want to do it. Excuse me. I, I think that like part of it is why do I not want to do it? Like I'm scared. Those businesses scare the shit out of me. Because getting customers reliably for a business like that, I, I know nothing about. And it just like, it's such a cutthroat landscape that like, man, I don't even know that I want to be a part of it. Okay. I say that having never given it a try, but as well, like, you know, we had that discussion a few weeks ago about like, what if you partnered with a tech company that like doesn't want to handle professional services? They just want to handle their product. Like, right. then you're effectively building yourself a monopoly around, yes, around one product, but like, Maybe they like that. Maybe that's good for them. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, f- fear. Yeah, fear is one. Yeah, there's always going to be fear. Yes. Now, and and it's okay to dismiss an idea because you you have a gut feeling that it, you're not going to enjoy it. I mean, that, that's okay. Like that. Often, our gut feelings are are right. So why why waste your time? Mm-hmm. But uh, most likely, even if you find something that you are compatible with, the fear will probably still be there. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's everything that my, through the years of therapy that I've been doing lately, like, coming to grips with the idea that, I mean, this is still a new concept to me, but realizing that, like, we never stop feeling fear. Fear is everywhere, always. And, like, maybe you just become, you just become more okay with the fear. Yeah. You, and you get okay with making mistakes. Like, yeah, because, like, right now I'm, I'm taking no swings at all. 
Well, no, I, that's not true. I think that, like, what we're doing right now is, like, my, like, <laughs> building in public and t- talking with you about your business and, like, where we're trying to go. This is a swing. Like, hopefully people yeah. enjoy <laughs> hearing about my struggle. <laughs> I know that, like, <laughs> I love hearing about your business. So, I mean, that's that's great for me. Yeah, this is like the only swing that I'm taking, really. And I, yeah, I suppose I'm doing freelancing, and I'm and I found that client on my own. So in the consulting, I mean, yeah. these are swings. I mean, f- freelancing and consulting seems to be really easy for you. Like you've you've been able to f- find contracts mm-hmm. and and execute them successfully, and yeah, and get paid. There's no reason why you yeah you couldn't do indie hiking also. Yeah, if I could just be better about building my own, paying myself first, then. <laughs> Right. Well, I mean, how much of a distraction is freelancing or, or is it just an excuse? So this, this is where I'm, this is kind of what I'm struggling with. Like, I don't, the problem is that, so I, I'm leaning towards excuse, but part of that is also my personality. I feel dedicated to the people that I make agreements with. I owe you time. I owe you output. I owe you things. Um, and, and, and I think that gives me cover. I, I think it, yeah, it, it provides me cover to, to do work like this. So it's, it's convenient. I, I, like, I, I don't know. I don't want to necessarily call it an excuse because it's not, I don't even know that I'm doing it consciously. Um, but even talking about it here, like, we're, I'm clearly I'm aware <laughs> that freelancing is taking up a lot of my time. And it's like, all right, well, if you're going to be accountable for where your time is, then like, you know, maybe it is a problem. So if I keep running to it, then then it is an excuse. And how many hours is it right now per week? Uh, twenty five to thirty. And in my original contract, it was twenty. Okay. So, and it, part of that is because and I will say part of that is because of um the work that I take on in the project itself. So like in the project, there isn't really like a back end lead. Um. And I'm a back-end dev, and I know what it takes to, like, take loose requirements and turn them into deliverables and cut scope and, and be ruthless about, like, getting things done. So I'm kind of, like, at least lately, I've been in my element. You know, I've owned all the Web3 stuff, and it was, I felt a lot of responsibility to make sure that it was done and done well. And boom, we delivered, and it worked. And now it's like, all right, well, this back-end thing has come up, and I feel this like, pull to do it do it well and to sink a bunch of time into it to make sure the product project is a success. And it's like, I have to, I need to dial back. <laughs> like <laughs> I got to fight this urge. I like, or like not even, no, that that's not fair. I think the urge to do well is great to, to do good work is great, but like, yeah, you got to wrap, you got to put boundaries around it. It just, yeah. I mean, when I had a full-time job, I was working 60 hour weeks because that's how I work. I work intensely. It's like, dude, you got to fucking stop that. Well, right now you're talking about 25 to 30. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's not even 40 hours a week. No. What do you do with the other 10 to 15 hours? I'm very good at filling up my time around like, okay, so I mosey in and then I do some work and then like, oh, we have we record a podcast and then I edit it and then I have to do admin work around working with the government and filing taxes and bookkeeping, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. So like I try to carve out that time and then it's like, all right, well, what about the other time? How late are you working? Could you work more? Could you push harder? It's like all of a sudden I worked for myself and my like overtime stopped. I was like, oh no, 40 hours a week. That's, that's it. (laughs) 
I guess I really internalized the idea that taking care of my mental state and not overworking myself, like, like, I mean, you know, this, like you are the business. If you can't work, then things stop. And I've, I've taken that to heart of like, I can't burn out again because I'll, that's just counterproductive to everything I want to do. Okay. Okay. So it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like either you keep providing the quality you're providing now, which means t- there is no time to, to do indie hacking without burning out. Yeah. Or you really cut back on the hours and only do the 20 that you, you promised to deliver. And then you have more time for indie hacking or you just finish this contract. Like, yeah. like I don't know how many more months they might need you, but you just say, okay, for, for the next few months, that's all I'm, this is all I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. I think the first thing that I need to, the first obstacle here is, okay, I have this, is this, I, this time suck monster that seems to be following me around. I can give 20 great hours of work to my client and I can have time to work on whatever I want. Um, but I have to be way more ruthless with my... I, I haven't been protecting my time. I was journaling about that last night of like... I kind of get to my desk and I'm like, okay, so what am I going to do today? And it's like, okay, that's got to stop. Because right. it, I just like... It's so easy. It's so convenient to reach for my contract work. It's like, oh yeah, no problem. Like, oh, look, something in my inbox. Something shiny. That's way more fun than cold calling people. Yeah, no, exactly. Like you, you could start the day off, like you block off a, a block of time that's your time. And once that's over, then yeah, then you can start contracting. Yeah, it's like a doing that, <laughs> reaching into Jira and doing development for somebody else is a, it's like a reward. <laughs> exactly. It's some time off. That's, that's, I do my own accounting and that's, that's what it is for me. <laughs> oh yeah. Your reward is getting to do some dev. No, my reward is doing accounting. Oh God. <laughs> it's just, just simple and it's just pretty numbers that all balance out. Wish I had your books. <laughs> so yeah, I think, yeah, I, I definitely am caught in this rut of the default. I'm not being mindful about the, about changing what's not working. And yeah, I can't even tell you what's not working because I'm just, I just feel this general malaise or frustration. But at the very least, like I gotta find, I had a useful discussion the other day about momentum and it's like, I have no momentum, but maybe the first, the first answer there is like, okay, if you want to start building momentum, like come up with a plan to build momentum. So in my journal last night and the night before, I just started writing down like, okay, well, what are you going to do this week? And what are the things that you're going to do every day to start building momentum and just attacking things with purpose? And it was funny because I definitely sat down with my notebook and I was like, what's something you can do to start building momentum? And I had no ideas. And it was like, all right, well, great. Like, what can you do to start building momentum? Like, like, and I'm, I guess part of this is what do you want? Asking that question again, what do you want? Or even just, I don't know, getting my juices flowing. Like over the weekend, I built a really small, I, I built a small Slack bot and like, yeah, I'll publish it as open source or something, but you know, it's just real simple, but it was fun to okay. just like do dev for myself. Right. Yeah. That might be a first step. Just like having fun hacking on the side yeah. for yourself. So yeah, I, Building momentum, having a plan either per day. I mean, I don't necessarily, I don't know if it's per day, per week or whatever, but what's something I can planning a week out very tightly to be really ruthless about where, how you spend your time and when, yeah, figuring it out every day. Like, what are you doing? Further yourself. What are your ideas? Have a plan. It doesn't have to be a good plan, but have a plan. Yeah. I mean, it seems like you have no trouble 
finding the motivation to to do freelancing. Yeah, like you, you know, you you sit down and you like, all right, what do I work on? And the freelancing just comes up. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think what you need to do is yeah, block off time at the beginning where you force yourself to do something else, and then after that you could do the, the what comes naturally, which is just working on the contract. Do you do you have like a a startup idea that that you could that you you that you're motivated enough or inspired enough by that you could do like an hour of per day? Uh, nothing, nothing business wise. I mean, like we, I talked about the assistant thing. I think it's really interesting, but I can't think of a very simple offering to offer people. And that scared me. So I haven't done it. I've talked to a lot of people okay. and it's a hot area, but I can't think of an offering and I'd love to write some software or a book or have some kind of deliverable, but I can't think of anything. And that scared okay. me. So I've just gotten away from it. Well, honestly, now after this conversation, yeah, I don't think you can do that one. Like mm. if you're doing 25 to 30 hours of freelancing per week yeah, and you feel like more than that might lead to burnout, like then there's no way you can put yourself out there and say, yeah, I'll be your assistant. I'll, you know, I'll be at your beck and call and I'll be able to do whatever you throw at me. Yeah. That, that sounds impossible to do right now. Yeah. So it sounds, yeah, you need to find a, a SaaS idea or a, or a information product or something yeah. like that. So other than that, I, I don't really, I mean, like I've got some ideas for like some things I'd like to hack on. I, I think OCR is cool. I'd like to build a little something to do uh, like text recognition. I don't know. That's really it. I mean, that, yeah, that, that might be a way to build momentum. Like you like start every day with one hour of, you know, math time. So like, yeah. Hack, hacking on OCR or Slack bots or whatever. Yeah. And then after that, you do your consulting. And most likely, like you, you if anything, you'll, you'll probably get as much done, if not like more efficiently in less time. Yeah. Cause I, I think I will say one of the failure patterns that I have is getting, I tend to get sucked into the deadlines of my clients. Um, they have a sense of urgency, which makes sense for them and their businesses. But at the same time, like if I can't draw, draw a healthy boundary, then this will happen again. And I guess I have to talk to my therapist about it or something because <laughs> like, I, I don't know what the answer is there just to, I guess, other than to be mindful and have courage and say no, it, it would, in order to say no. Right. But I agree with you. Like, yeah, pay yourself first. Okay. So maybe this is yeah. my project. This is my project for the next, you know, for the next week until we meet again. It's like, I, I got to, even if I stand there and sit, stare at the wall, you, mat, mat time happens in the morning. Figure, yeah, exactly. figure out what it is that you need to bill your 20 hours a week and then do it. And, but get your mat time in first. That's it. That's all there is. It's just one hour, right? It's, it's one hour. And yeah, it could be journaling about, what, what do you want in the next five years? Yeah. It could be just hacking with uh, an API or, mm. or some different software, but it's, but it's mad time. And for now, it's just about momentum. It's just about the fact that you, you're time blocking this time for yourself mm -hmm. and you're getting the freelancing stuff done afterwards. Yeah. And it's, it's going to get done at, you know, at the very least, you have to finish working an hour later than usual. Yeah. And you watch an hour less of TV at night. Like, <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> at least, cause that's the end of the day, right? Like, 
or you set an alarm and you wake up an hour earlier than usual and mm-hmm. then you'll be tired an hour earlier at night and you'll go to bed earlier but it sounds like a good plan like to build momentum and then after that once once you're in that routine that you you have that one hour of mat time then you can start using it for, all right i'm going to explore this idea yeah i think this is something that i never really appreciated before but that i'm trying to do too much too fast of like oh not only do you have to be carving your time but you have to be working on a thing and you have to be doing this and it has to be making you money and it's like actually how about you start out by just <laughs> by just uh like you know if time is your problem then start out taking your time yeah but yeah i mean because if you don't time block you know it becomes oh yeah i'll i'll try to call some and i'll try to do one call this week it's like when when are you going to do that call like i mean i mean calls might be hard to, to try to fit them all in that first hour of the day but, but yeah if it's just oh, i'll do it whenever i have some time then, yeah then it's so easy to never get to it yeah. oh you know and freelancing becomes an excuse oh well i i had you know i took on more because the team needs me yep they're all valid they're all valid noble reasons Okay. Okay. I've got a plan of attack for this week. Sounds good. Just want to say I appreciate you. <laughs> I I feel like this like I, a lot of other people might take the take this moment to like be patronizing or something of just like well Matt turns out if you don't take time then you'll never have time duh of just like and maybe that's just like the internal monologue I have for myself but no I I uh, I really appreciate that you're I appreciate your patience so much. I I know how hard it is. Like it's not easy, and you know, I mean, even at the beginning, we were talking about me like having this code that needs to be written, and I'm, I'm just not doing it. Yeah, like you know, I fight with these same demons all the time. Like it's not easy, so I can I can sympathize and empathize. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. I I <laughs> I yeah, I just see you as this like incredibly productive. <laughs> like individual and like hyper aware and it's but it's true like we started in the beginning and you're like oh yeah like yeah you're you're dealing with the demon you're, you're dealing with the same demon right now yeah exactly i was like but i just know that like i go through these this like periods of ebb and flow and sometimes i got i'm super motivated and i have energy and sometimes i'm yeah i don't or i'm finding excuses for not doing something i know they're, they're bullshit excuses but but I know that I, I eventually, you know, it will flow the other way eventually. Like eventually, I'm gonna get super motivated and I'm gonna start working twelve hour days. Right. Yeah, I mean it's a pendulum. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so- I'm glad we hit record this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? God damn it! No, we we always said like I don't know why that this happens because like our when we don't hit record we always have such great conversations and I'm like what is wrong with me? Why didn't I just hit record? <laughs> I know. I, seriously, like the, podcasting is hard. Like I because when we don't hit record, like our conversations are a lot more personal and yeah. and this we don't hold back at all, right? No. And then sometimes. Yeah, we just keep going and it's like, oh, you know what? We're running out of time. Let's just yeah. <laughs> let's just skip this week's episode. <laughs> yeah, no episode. We we <laughs> but we end up having a great conversation. Yeah. No, I, it was it's it's yeah, it's tough. I wish there was more that I could I, I wish I was more comfortable sharing everything, but uh, the world's not ready. The world the world's not ready for 
<laughs> for Matt. <laughs> Raw. Well, the world just got a good a good glimpse at Matt. Yeah. There this you go. was this was good. This yeah. was good. Very very brave of you to yeah. to share like this. Thanks. No, I uh, honestly like it's uh it fucking sucks. It fucking sucks. It's really hard. I wish it were easier. It's not, and it's only gonna get. It's only gonna get better if I can figure out what the hell's wrong. And thank God I've got you. <laughs> well, I'm glad I was. I'm glad I can help. Yeah, man, for sure. Okay, so that's that's pretty much all I have. Yeah, I, I feel good, and I've got a plan. Awesome. Uh, do you have anything else? No, nope, I have nothing else. All right. Well, show notes are available at startuptosomething.com, and if you like the show, give it a rate and review on your favorite podcast player. It really helps people find the show. Thanks a lot for listening, and we'll see you again next week. Bye. Bye.